0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.
1: Welcome to Correct. You correct your auto problems. I'm Liz Gill, and I'm with the lady auto mechanic Allison Walker ASE certified. We are here to help steer you in the right direction. Now, I thought this would be kind of a fun topic today. When you stop for gas, it's always fun to shop in the convenience store, get a little treat for your car but what's okay to buy there what should you buy at an auto parts store what's good to get at your dealer and what about online shopping with allison's help let's go shopping but we also will be fixing up your car Uh, allison will hear uh will be here for that too hello allison how are you today Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? I am doing okay. Our a uh, lot of people's cars aren't getting a lot of love right now, but as more drive-throughs, uh, restaurants, and curbside uh, pickup is happening, we'll be spending a little bit more time in our cars, and this is a time to uh, uh, treat our cars. Allison, uh, what's the last? treat that you bought for your drive around town car
2: i like the microfiber tiles so a big pack of those i like keeping them on hand for cleaning the car and wiping it down uh cleaning the dash off and cleaning components around the car so i always keep
1: those in my car i love microfiber tiles fantastic we're going to talk about shopping for our cars, maybe little special treats for our car, or just for the, uh, the run-of-the-mill things. We'll talk about what's good to buy at different types of stores, and then we'll also, you know, I'll pick some items, and we'll say where's a good place to buy that. So like um, your microfiber towels, where did you buy them? Did you buy them online? Did you buy them at like a Walmart, Target kind of place? I got
2: them at a okay. auto parts store. You got them at an auto parts and, store. Yep, they have them in big packages there. So you can get a bulk, like a bulk supply of them for a good price. So that's
1: where I got mine at. Michelle likes to treat her car. Michelle, what, uh, tell us about treating your car. Well, I haven't treated it yet. <laughs> it is a uh, something that I'm thinking about doing, and
2: Allison can help me out here. I am going to get some tip on my car. Number one, it's hot in Mississippi. Number two, I just don't like people staring in my car all the time, just looking at you. And <laughs> I just need to know what I am going to go to a professional um, tent um, place, and I did call this week to find out what times they're open. And I just want to get some advice about um, the level of tent I need to get, what's legal, what's not. And should I do the, the back window, all the windows? What should I do? I would do all the windows, including your windshield. I like it where they do the about four inches on top of the, the front windshield and it helps you'd be amazed at how much that helps block light coming into your car um it does make it darker on the interior so if you don't want that then then you wouldn't want that but i do like the the tint that's on the windshield i don't have it on mine but if i got it tinted again i definitely get it And uh, as far as percentages, I'm not sure what the percentages are, but as far as I know, the legal one, it still blocks plenty of sunlight. It still blocks people looking in your car. And that's where it's a little bit lighter on the driver's side and the passenger side. And then the rest of the car, um, the rear windows and the the very rear windshield or, or glass, those can be significantly darker and as dark as you want, actually. So you can get those completely blacked out, or or where you can still see a little bit. But uh, there's plenty of good places to get them around town. So that's awesome. It's it's a a big upgrade to a car. I absolutely love tent.
1: One thing um, that all of us buy for our cars is a windshield wiper fluid. Can can you pick up a jug at uh, the Kangaroo or the Chevron station or the, the Exxon station? Or is that something, uh, if you're going to buy windshield washer fluid, that you need to buy a particular brand?
2: I like getting it at, at an auto part store. Um, like a Raleigh's or something like that. You know, I like a Raleigh, So I, I always go there. But I like to catch them on a sale, and usually they they go on sale pretty often. And I like to get the kind that doesn't freeze at zero degrees. It's got protection below thirty two degrees. It's um, it's like it has a chemical in it that keeps it from freezing in the jug, and it's usually like an orange color. And I love that stuff. And that, that's worked really well over the years for me, is that is that style. And I think it's Raynex brand that I use, the Raynex brand. All right, uh, windshield washer fluid. It works pretty good.
1: And remember, folks these these are our suggestions. These are Allison's. Uh, uh, you know, Allison likes O'Reilly's. Advanced Auto Parts seems to be next to my house, and I know there's quite a few. You know, different brands uh, of auto parts stores, Napa, independent shops, and then also if we say Walmart, we're talking Walmart, Target. Lowe's Home Depot all those kind of places so uh, if we say a place that's the general type of place we're not necessarily saying that uh, that's the the best kind of place unless we say something like uh, uh, a dealership now speaking of dealerships you've mentioned there's specific things that you like to buy from the dealer what are some things that you get specifically from a dealership when maintaining a car
2: I like to buy as much as I can from the dealership, as long as the price isn't drastically different. The prices at the dealership used to be a lot higher than the auto parts store. These days, the auto parts store prices have gone up to where they pretty much match dealership prices. So the same price windshield wipers that you would get as a aftermarket you can get toyota brand or honda brand for your car at the dealership and then you're keeping your car more original Um, that's one thing that i like to get at the auto parts store that's i mean at the dealership another thing is getting your transmission fluid and your differential fluids and all those different fluids so you know for sure you're getting the right time for your car and it's not a huge price difference most of the time sometimes it is but but it used to be where the dealership was really expensive and no one wanted to go there to get any parts if they could avoid it and so now the prices are more are likely to be the same or sometimes less at a dealership so it's worth it shopping there to see what prices they have for the parts you're looking for for sure
1: can you, can you buy the transmission fluid from the dealership or, do, you know, do you get a jug of it or do they put it in for you? You can
2: have them put it in for you or, and do a transmission fluid change or you can um, buy it there and either, you know, have someone do it or, or do it yourself. Some, most transmissions you can do yourself fairly easily. Um, Some of the closed transmissions are uh, a little bit more difficult, but it's still not that hard to do at home. And so you can get the um, transmission fluid at the dealership, and you know for sure it's going to be the same, the kind that you actually need for your car. You can get differential fluid. You can get every fluid that's on your car. You can get at the dealership, which is really nice.
1: Now that is way over my ability, but you know I have a car, an older car that does have a little bit of a leak, so I do add some oil. Can I buy oil at uh, the the Exxon store? Can I buy X, can I buy oil at Family Dollar? Is that you know if it's a name brand? Is that all the same? If it's the name brand, it's the same, but I would recommend getting
2: engine oil from an auto parts store for that so that you make sure you're getting the quality. At the dollar stores and stuff like that, you're likely to get, like, a lower quality oil, and you don't want to skimp on that for your car. Um, Now, a fluid that – I used to have a power steering leak on a car that I had – And it leaked so bad, I just bought Dollar Tree power steering fluid to get in it. And that worked fine, but that's also not the engine. It's just the power steering system. So it didn't matter if it was a lower-grade hydraulic fluid. So something like that's okay. But for engine oil, I'd recommend getting from from an auto parts store.
1: Okay, well, so let's say you're um, uh, you're filling up a tank of gas and you walk in and you're going to buy a Coke and a candy bar. What 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 would catch your eye as a treat for your car at the convenience store that you might buy?
2: I like the little tool set sometimes that they have. Uh, I've got a, a little tool set that I bought one time. and I end up using it a lot it's like a micro phillips head and flat head, and i love that little thing little set that i got and i actually get my uh i I go through wire brushes fairly quickly so i'll just pick up a pack if i'm somewhere a dollar store or convenience store and if it's the right price and just buy a pack of wire brushes that's the kind of thing that i'm looking i look for in my profession
1: When we drive uh, to see our family in Arkansas, they've opened up a a couple of nice Lowe's um, uh, stops, uh, travel centers, and— I don't go to auto parts stores frequently, but I do go to gas stations and some of these travel centers, and that's, that's like, I'm kind of like a kid in a candy store. There's all this stuff to buy for your vehicle. I don't buy a lot of it, but it is fun to see, especially at these tra- truck stop travel centers. They've got GPS and uh, computer equipment and microphones and headphones and plus everything it's almost like you could build a car from some of the stuff they have at these travel centers.
2: Oh yeah, all kind of neat stuff. I, I know <laughs> I, I travel a good little bit, and yeah, it'll, it'll it, you just want a little bit of everything in those stores. And don't for, awesome.
1: don't forget, you could get your Ford ball cap while you're there. Your trucker hat. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have more shopping tips. This <laughs> is kind of funny to say. We're going to have more shopping tips. Send us your emails about your comments or questions for Allison. And is your car under recall? We'll have a list of ones that are when we come back. You're listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio.
3: This is Ophira Eisenberg, host of NPR's Ask Me
1: Another. Do you have an extra car that you wash more than most people go to the dentist? Well, save some time and some water and donate it to us. Think about it. Rather than it sitting there taking up space, your extra car could be making public radio. And when you donate it here, you may also qualify for a tax deduction.
0: Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org.
1: You're listening to Autocorrect with Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic. I'm Liz Gill. If you want even more autocorrect, find our podcast on all podcasting platforms for your smart device, Autocorrect with a space. They here are the recalls for the week. There are none. So let's let me remind you of some of the biggest ones from 2019. The 2014 to 2018 cadillac chevrolet and gmc suvs and pickup trucks there were millions of subaru cars and suvs recalled millions of nissan and infinity cars trucks suvs and vans and millions of ford explorers now you can find out if your car has a past recall by going to the national highway transportation safety administration's website nhtsa.gov recall and inputting your VIN number. We are talking about shopping for bits and bobbles for your car, but we're also taking your vehicle repair questions and we've got three calls waiting, Allison. First, let's go to Jerry, who's from Snow Lake Shores. Jerry, thank you so much for holding on. What's your comment or question for AutoCorrect?
4: Well, first off, big kudos to, to you guys. I, I listen to public radio all over the country, and you and Java and the rest of the crew—you got—you're the best host, and you have the most varied program. Often, I've been to Carolina, Virginia, Arkansas, different places recently, and the, the public radio there is just, all they talk about. The virus—it's just like it's monolithic. You got different shows all day long. And it's great, and your uh, your app is absolutely great too. If I can catch up on what I missed. As
1: Yay, Jerry! As, thank you. <laughs>
4: As far as what you're talking about today, um, I kind of agree and I disagree with Allison that I will not put an off-brand fluid in my vehicle. Having said that, if I, I usually run uh mobile one or Pennzoil penzo full synthetic in my vehicle in a particular type of transmission fluid. And if you – I shop in by price. Uh, it doesn't matter where you get a major brand oil – Uh, It's made in the same place the same way all the time, and it meets the manufacturing requirement. It works just fine. For parts that uh, I'm going to get for regular maintenance, like windshield wipers or hoses or brake pads, I go to a place online called rockauto.com, and they have so many things there, and it always fits first time, every time. And you can go there and click on... Your, your vehicle and your year and the specific model, and a little thing will pop up for uh, what they have that's very, very common, and what they have is very uncommon, and you can find some deals there. They also have a, a page where you click on it shows all manufacturer rebates. I just bought windshield wipers for my vehicles, and they ended up paying me because their wipers were less than 5 bucks a piece, and I got a $5 rebate for the wipers, so that was pretty cool. And for yeah, I love list.
2: Rock Auto. Rock Auto is yeah. awesome. I'm glad you brought that up. It's and amazing. It's just- and, I, and sometimes what I'll do is price uh, those parts for customers and tell them you can save a lot of money by using Rock Auto if you need to. It's, it's definitely it's a great resource. And sometimes I use Rock Auto just to see like does the car still have the the inline fuel filter or do they not anymore and, and look up that kind of thing on the vehicle and look up if they have timing belts and that sort of thing. Like I use it as a resource, so I absolutely love Rock Auto.
1: Jerry, what else did you have That's, to say? I've
4: yes, uh, sure. shared this with you previously, but you might want to put it out there today, is the app that is very useful for tracking your fuel mileage and every piece of maintenance you do in your car is Y-E-I-K- car i guess you'd say it get that out put it on your phone and every time you put money in your car track it and it really helps out a lot
1: that is awesome i i have a um data driven meticulous kid who likes to take care of their car i'll i'll suggest that y-e-a-k-c-a-r did you say uh jerry
4: no, ma'am. It's Y E I K C A R. You get it at the Google App Store. Awesome. All right, you have a great day. Nice talking to you. Bye-bye.
1: Thanks, Jerry. We appreciate you and you know, drive drive carefully all over the world and uh do keep that coronavirus mask on (laughs) we are talking about shopping for your car but just between your vehicle repair questions we'd love you to be part of our show however you want to participate let's go to robert who's called in from memphis robert thanks so much for calling in what's your comment or question for our show
0: well my question for Allison is i have a 2010 lexus rx 350 that I maintain at the dealership and, you know, get all the correct services. But I had to go to Arkansas the other day, and I parked the car just a little bit on a slant, upward. And when I started the car, the engine was running rough, and the check engine light came on. So, um, so I, you know check with the manual. Anyway, I backed the car down. I put the car on level ground, like I was going to check the oil filter. I mean, the oil level. When I started the car back up, it ran perfect, and I drove all the way back, and it hasn't happened again. I was wondering, uh, is that just some weird uh, coincidence, or is there something I should look into?
2: I think it's uh, maybe you just got some bad gas from the tank. And at that angle, it just, it, it got the jump at the bottom that kind of builds up on the, on the fuel tank. And it, oh, I see. And, and it picked that up, perhaps. That's my guess oh. on
0: that. Okay. Um, All right. So, it's, 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 it's not
2: it's, something I would worry about. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, and next time you park on, um, on a, an elevation like that where it's at an angle, uh, um, Maybe, hopefully, you'll have a full tank of gas. Maybe, was the da- gas a little bit low, perhaps, or?
0: Yes, yes, the gas, yeah, the gas was, uh, well, it was well. I try and fill it up when it gets below half a tank, so it's probably below half a tank.
2: Okay, that yeah, must have been yeah. enough for it to pick up some junk there.
0: Y- yeah, okay, and so at that, that angle. I, drove, I drove 200 miles later the next day, after I, and then I went and filled the tank up. And there was no problem whatsoever, so I presume I was hoping that it was just a little glitch and it's nothing uh, I need to worry about. It
2: sounds like it is, and uh, I don't think it's something that you have to worry about further on that, like a one-time deal.
0: Let let me ask you one other thing while I have you on the phone. You know, this car, at the the dealership, they put OW20 oil in it, which is the um, synthetic oil, I think. Um, yes. Is that right? Yeah. I, yeah anyway, that's good. then they but then they tell me I need to have the oil change every four thousand miles, and I thought that with synthetic oil, it was good for like ten thousand miles, especially on that model.
2: I would have them look into that further and 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 go over that with them because synthetic oil does last longer. So I'm not sure why their recommendation is at four thousand either.
0: It should be at least seventy-five hundred. Okay. All right. I'll check on that. Well, thank. Listen. Thank you very much, and I enjoy your show. I listen to it every week. Thank you.
1: You're welcome. Thank you very much for listening. Yay, Robert! We're so glad you listen. Let's now go to Chip, who has been listening and hanging on. Thanks for calling in to AutoCorrect. Uh, what's your comment or question?
3: Well, first, thank you for your show. It's wonderful, and. I have a 2005 Honda CRV. it's a terrific car, but its headlights are cloudy, and I went to Rock Auto, I really enjoyed your talking about them, that was my number one question. They had replacement headlights for only $65. I was thinking that's a good price and wondering, is it
2: expensive to have them changed out? it shouldn't be expensive to have them changed out um for people listening it's cheaper to have them rebuffed and resurfaced and and then you're kind of recycling something but they do have them for cheap on rock although it's going to cost you more to replace them but they'll be brand new versus having a little bit of wear in there because even when you buff them out you don't get it back perfect usually there's a little cracks in there yeah that don't buff out but um it's the labor cost to fix to replace those shouldn't be much at all it shouldn't be much at all so so it should be easy in and out i really Appreciate appreciate your help
1: thanks chip go ahead allison
2: even if they have to remove the bumper it's not hard to remove a bumper on most cars especially a honda
1: well, and we've had an entire show talking about buffing out the uh, the headlights. Don't use toothpaste, folks. You, you If you uh, have missed that show, you'll need to go back and listen to our podcast. But, you know, refinishing the headlights headlights also has a little bit of labor, but it's so pretty outside right now. Maybe that's something folks could be doing right now.
3: And i at the... Uh, uh- Auto shop, so that I could do it, but it doesn't seem to work very well. Oh,
1: okay, that was his experience. Yeah,
2: it it actually it it comes out better if you have a, a buffer um, uh, orbital machine to do it uh, uh. to get it to um, really dig in and to cause like all the elbow grease. Just you just cannot get it good enough <laughs> or as good, but it does do a pretty good job. I've done it myself, and it gets close to. What a machine will do, but it doesn't get you quite all the way there. But it's for only like thirty bucks for the kit. That's not bad, and all you need is a handheld drill to do it yourself at home. Well, and then I guess.
1: This is where everyone's situation is their own. Um, I have a drill. I don't know if Michelle, uh, Michelle is shaking her head. No, Michelle doesn't have a drill at her house. So uh, it it might be a challenge for someone. It's something that they want to do, spend a lovely Saturday afternoon out working on your car. But for other people, you know, that may not be their thing. And if you like having the the nice, bright, new headspace, headlights then then whatever floats your boat folks our email address where you can send questions is auto at mpbonline.org we're going to be taking more of your car repair questions and giving shopping tips what's an unreliable car not to buy we're going to get to that in a bit you're listening to autocorrect on mpb think radio Thank you for listening to AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. Allison Walker, the lady auto mechanic, is our expert. I'm Liz Gill. We hope you have downloaded our app. For your smartphone, the MPB public media app, our good friend uh, Jerry, when he called in, mentioned about how much he enjoyed listening to our past shows and keeping up with MPB on the app. Uh, in addition to listening to our show on the MPB public media app, you can click on. On the support button and make a contribution like uh ophira eisenberg just said a contribution to of your car that maybe you're finding you're not in you're wanting to get rid of we at mpb really do rely on contributions to purchase our national programming and to keep the lights on and the air conditioning, which is kind of hot in here today. So thank you, thank you so very, very much for your contributions to Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Now, Consumer Reports has a list of vehicles that have a record of much worse than average overall reliability based on subscriber responses to their annual auto survey. Today, we're going to caution you about the Cadillac Escalade, but just the 2015 and 2016 models. So please consider reading up on the reliability of that particular car before purchasing it as a used car suggests consumer reports. Carcomplaints.com. Is another resource for unreliable car lists and if you're interested in new cars Casey Williams is the automotive correspondent for WFYI a public radio station in Indianapolis he's reviewed the car industry and covered the auto industry for over 25 years he's got lots of great reviews of 2020 cars and such on their website We've been talking about shopping for your car and taking your questions. Allison, we've got uh, a call waiting. Let's go to Zach, who's called in from Clarksdale. Zach, thanks so much for holding. What's your comment or question for our show?
5: Good morning. I just wanted to say I start off with I uh, love the program, love what y'all are doing at MPB. Uh, I have a 2015 F-150, and recently it's taken me about 35 to 40 minutes to fill up my gas tank. It just clicks. i got to run it penny at a time. I was wondering if maybe a seafoam or some fuel treatment might clean up that uh, EVAP system
2: that's uh it's worth trying um you know they actually in my opinion they need to make something that cleans your evap system out because all the little valves in it that act up i don't know how you would do it though if that would add an extra system to it because it's just vapors that run through it yeah. or you know or if there's something you could put in your tank that would clean out those, those uh, EVAP systems but you know mine is doing the same thing on my Prius and I'm and I'm surprised it's not setting off a check engine light that the EVAP system is acting up on there. Does yours have a check engine light on by any chance? Uh,
5: no check engine light and I actually have a reader where I can plug it into my computer and go in check all my modules and uh, nothing on the EVAP system.
2: Nothing. Yeah I'm not getting anything either online. Um, there's not a product that I know of that clean it to clean out that system, but that i I would like it if there was something to, that they could do about that or a product that would clean it up because i'm mine doesn't do it all the time, but it does do it sometimes and it's and it acts up pretty good when it does do it it's I can barely get gas
1: and it, it seems like Hey, I've yeah. got a question and. for both of you, uh, Zach and Allison. When that has happened to my vehicle, I just I don't know where I I don't know where I heard my bad my bad suggestion. I thought it was because the gas station tank was low. And so it restricted the amount of gasoline that it pumped out. I was blaming, you know, the Kroger fuel Pump, um, Zach. Do you fill up at the same place, or Allison? Could it be the the place where you're getting the gas?
2: I always use Kroger because um, I get the Kroger points, and um, I've never heard that before, though.
1: So maybe that's what that maybe that is what's going on. What about on you, Zach? Do you fill I've up at the, the same place?
5: I fill up. Uh here and there around town. There's about five or six different stations I go to, whatever's closer. And I have the same problem everywhere.
2: Mm, okay. Uh, something. Yeah, it sounds like yours is sticking more than mine is. But 2015, that's kind of young to be having a problem on a car. And it's a That's an early model car.
1: I just uh,
5: realized today should be having truck. the problems. I, I think I have the death wobble situation going on I've been browsing some forums right around 65 70 miles an hour it's like a a runaway truck knocking really
2: it's uh and it's it's only 2015 and it's got the death wobble already Um, usually that tie rod ends have gone bad maybe your inner tie rods but um if you're lucky just your outer tie rods have gone bad is usually what that death wobble is from and it'll hit at about 55 to 65 miles per hour.
5: That's right, when it does it. Like it would you recommend taking that to Ford or could a mom-and-pop station around town take care of that?
2: I would take it to a mom-and-pop or to a tire place that does suspension. Usually the tire places will specialize in tires and suspension. So it's good to take it to a place like that that has um, that is our suspension specialist because it's going to be cheaper going to be cheaper to get it replaced that's something they're dealing with day in day out so that's what i recommend on that
5: well yes ma'am i'll do that thank you so much for your time and uh, like i said just love the program y'all keep up the good work
1: thank you zach we thanks. appreciate you very much let's go to john who's called in from lauderdale john thanks for calling into to autocorrect. what's your comment or question for allison
6: Oh, well, thank you. Um, I got a problem with my cluster and my Escalade. I just replaced it about a month ago, and some of the gauges were still working, in the first one I replaced. And now the second one I had put in there, it, um, everything just went out. I mean, nothing works in it now. It, not even the park, uh, the lights for the reverse and parking, and all that. So nothing works. I was just wondering what could be going on.
2: Oh, goodness. So we, this is like the third or fourth time that a Chevy instrument cluster question has come up where they're having a problem in the past uh, few months, Liz. And um, from what it sounds like, maybe the cluster you got is bad. Maybe need to see about getting one that's a higher quality. One, perhaps, or one that's been rebuilt here in the states, there used to be a guy on Craigslist that for the Jackson area, he rebuilt g m c and Chevy instrument clusters as a living um because they had so many problems with them, and he knew exactly what to fix on there. I don't know if you could still find them on Craigslist or not, but that's um I would take that to a either electrical because it is a electrical issue in the end and or take it to a mom-and-pop shop kind of thing you know where you can speak to the mechanic himself and see if they're familiar with dealing with those or trying to find a rebuilt unit that's a high-quality rebuilt unit Um, where did you get yours at your instrument cluster replacement
6: Well, it was a used one when I bought it, but uh, like I said, the first one, everything didn't go out all at once, just a couple of gauges went out on it and I replaced it, but now this one, everything went out. I mean, I don't even have a parking reverse light.
1: John, last week we did, I think it was just last week, we had two different people call in, and then one guy, Allison, called back during the next show, and he mentioned um, that he went to, not to the dealer, but uh, contacted... uh, I guess GMC specifically, and right. they were able to help him. I am pulling up last week's show because I put it, the information, in the show notes. And um, here I am. I'm pulling it up. Um, I am pulling it up what the guy said and of course, I didn't put it in the notes. I thought I did, um, but uh, you know, check with a forum. We've been, Allison has mentioned that so many times. If you go online to a forum to find out what other individuals who own your particular vehicle what they have said and um, what uh, that they might have said anything, and also you know maybe check with. Um, Check with uh, uh, the specific, you know, the dealer to or not the dealer but the manufacturer to see if they have any kind of trick that might help you. Allison, okay. anything else
2: to yeah, add? Yeah, that's a good idea. And we may need to do a show or I, I need to do some research on this specific problem because we're seeing it all so much for it. <laughs> Okay,
6: then. Thank you very much. I was thinking about that anyway, taking it to the dealer and uh, let them look at it.
1: All right. Thank you, John. We appreciate you calling in. We have been discussing shopping for your car and taking your car repair questions. Hang on, Willie from Long Beach. Anyone can send us an email anytime. Our address is auto at mpbonline.org. What's in the news? We'll tell you in just a bit. This is AutoCorrect on MPB Think Radio. This is Autocorrect. If you've missed any of our live program, you can listen to the whole show on our website, autocorrect.mpbonline.org. So, what's in the news? I'm sure our previous caller, Zach, will not be surprised to know that according to Edmonds.com, uh, who collected data over the last 20, 2019, These are the top-selling new vehicles by state. And in Mississippi, I bet you can guess, Allison, what the number one best-selling vehicle is, new vehicle. Ford truck. Yep, Ford F-Series. The Ford F Series, number two, <laughs> Chevrolet Silverados, number three, the Ram fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred, thirty five hundred, number four, GMC Sierra, and then we uh, moved into the sedans. Could, could you guess what the number five uh, best selling vehicle is? That's a sedan. Number five. Yeah. What do you think it is? Maybe. Maybe a Honda Civic? Uh, close. Uh, Toyota Camry is what they said okay. from new registrations of new cars. I'm Liz Gill, and, and that's uh, the lady auto mechanic, Allison Walker, ASC certified. We've got one call waiting. Let's go to Willie in Long Beach. Willie, thank you so much for hanging on. What's your comment or question for Allison?
7: Uh, it's a comment about that... Uh Problem with the Chevrolet or Silverado uh, instrument cluster.
1: Well, I think he had an es- an Escalade. But uh, what uh, what's your comment about the cluster?
7: Well, it's the same thing. They they use the same cluster from about 2007 to about 2015. They had a bad design that was soldering problems on those uh, those little instruments. And um, every one of them mostly were bad, but there's a guy yep. with there's a guy, Wisconsin, the guy in no Mobile, that would do them re, for repair them for about fifty, fifty four dollars.
1: All right. So, John, uh, I guess you Google uh, uh, Instrument Cluster Repair Wisconsin or Instrument Cluster Repair Mobile, and you can maybe figure out who Willie's talking about.
7: Yes. Yes. Uh, The guy in Mobile is on on Craigslist. Okay. Okay. Uh-huh, Craigslist. Wow.
2: So there's multiple people doing this on Craigslist and I wonder if it's the same person that's gotta advertise the mobile as up here and that he just he just has you ship his the instrument cluster to him. It could that could be what's going on. Yeah. That's that's a good thing though, that we need someone to fix these.
7: Yes, they do. See I was having a mysterious uh, battery drain on mine. And it, and it was the uh, instrument cluster that was uh, draining the battery. And fortunately, I yep. didn't do, uh, I didn't replace a lot of parts to figure it out. But uh, but it was an instrument cluster. Yeah. Well, Willie, really, thank you so much. What year was
2: that? Do you remember?
7: Say it again. Do you remember? What, so you what year remember? was it? Uh, uh, my truck is a four. And I did it about four years ago. 2004?
2: Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I um, I have a friend that's got a 2,000-year model truck, and they're having a problem with theirs too. So it it sounds like they've had this problem for a while.
3: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But um,
2: hopefully that's informational for people out there having this problem and get it fixed. Okay. Yeah.
7: I, hey, I got a question about the uh, the Ford Turbo. I got, a, I got a Lincoln 2018 2.0 with the turbo.
2: Yeah, the EcoBoost.
3: Huh?
2: The EcoBoost engine that they put into them, the Ford, and they put yeah. them in the Mustangs, too.
7: Yeah, yeah. They put them in a few things. So, yeah, gum four-cylinder. But uh, so far it's running good, yeah. but is there something... Some special maintenance I should uh, keep track on that turbo or special gas? Should I run a premium or, or what?
2: I'm not sure if you have to run premium gas or not, but you check in your owner's manual. And then for because it's a turbo, you want to check in your owner's manual and make sure that you understand if there's anything special about this vehicle. But one thing they may or may not mention in there is letting the car warm up a little bit and letting it cool down a little bit when you turn it off so that the the turbo cools down. And it doesn't matter what kind of turbo is, there's some of them have oil that run through them to cool them down, and you specifically have to let those cool down a little bit, but it benefits all turbos, all different styles to let them cool down a little bit. And so don't just get your car and turn it off right away. Let it run for a, a minute and a half, about the same amount of time you let it warm up. And also let that turbo uh, do its job and cool down and warm up the way it's supposed to. All right, I'll do that.
1: Thanks, Willie. Let's get to Jennifer real quick. Jennifer, thank you so much for calling in and for holding. Uh, What's your comment or question for Allison? Hey, good morning. Yes, I have a question. Um, so, I bought a new
3: Toyota Camry earlier this year, and I ended up getting the Platinum, like Toyota Care package. I'm wondering if um, if you think that it's worth all the money, or if I should like, cancel it and just because it's so much money. But they were saying because it's such a new car, it's worth it. What do you think?
1: The Platinum Care package? Uh, what all What all is in that?
3: Uh, well, it's supposedly up to, I guess, $100,000. It's like if any big, uh, even like the computer, if that fails, then I don't have to pay for it. Like it's included with that. And uh, tires, if something happens to them, that's included. And like little cosmetic things. Um, so any like really big spends, supposedly it's included in the package.
1: What do you think, Allison?
2: The thing that, to me, is, is that it's a Toyota, the problem of it having a major problem, is kind of low. If it right. was another manufacturer, maybe I would say for sure get it. With that being said, um, when I worked as a service advisor at a Toyota dealership here local, we did have uh, claims on the extended warranties where it covered covered the problem area that it had, and that was at a Toyota dealership, so Mm -hmm. it still had value. So I guess you need to see if it's monetarily, if you can afford it, and if you can, it may be worth it to do that, because I did see where we used the extended warranty a lot for different things for Toyota, Uh, but those are also... You need to factor in how much those would actually cost, and what problem areas your car might actually have if it's not known to have any major problems. And one thing you can look at is CarComplaints.com to uh-huh. see about that. Then, then you may be okay and not have to worry about keeping an extended warranty. Awesome. So Very that's amazing. what I would base it on. Does this car have pre? or known problem areas that would be costly. Right. Well, it's a new Camry,
3: and I wanted to get a really trustworthy one, So, but I really appreciate that. Thank you guys so
1: much. Oh, we appreciate you calling in. Hey, Allison, that's going to wrap us up. Hour went by so quickly. Uh, This has been today's AutoCorrect. Our call screener today has been Jay White. Our board engineer is Michelle McAdoo. Uh, For Allison Walker, who you can follow on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as Allison Walker or as The Lady Auto Mechanic, I'm Liz Gill. It it takes a, a team, a pit crew, to get through all of this. But we hope you'll join us each Thursday. Thursday for autocorrect on MPB Think Radio.
0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast.